This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Here's this week's top story. There's no tomorrow for Steve Morrow. FC Dallas fired their head coach after an embarrassing loss to the L.A. Galaxy. We'll talk more about the game later, but basically losing 5-1 at home in front of your biggest crowd ever in Pizza Hut Park is not a good way to maintain job security, especially when you make the coaching decision to only play with three defenders when L.A.'s strength is its offense. When I was watching the game, I just couldn't believe Dallas was going with only three at the back there. It left tons of rooms on the flanks for L.A. to play with and very little cover when defenders got beat. And when you're playing against David Beckham and Landon Donovan, your defenders are going to get beat. In Dallas's last 30 home games, they only won 10. And while Dallas was the last team in MLS to lose a game, It's been downhill ever since, and even their 2-0-2 start is a little deceiving. The two ties should have been wins, but both games, Dallas gave up late goals. Dallas was 13-12-5 in 2007, Morrow's first year leading Dallas. Assistant coach Marco Ferruzzi has been named interim head coach while Dallas looks for a replacement. Bob Bradley has named his roster for the upcoming friendly against England next Wednesday. The squad only has three MLS players on it. The rests are full of European-based players and guys who are currently out of contract. Dominic Servi, Brad Guzan, and Tim Howard are the keepers. Bradley is bringing eight defenders. They include Carlos Bocanegra, Danny Califf, Steve Chirundolo, Jay Demerit, Oguchi Onyewu, Michael Roscoe, Jay Pierce, and Jonathan Spector. The midfield will be staffed by Freddie Adu, Demarcus Beasley, Michael Bradley, Ricardo Clark, Benny Fielhaber, and Eddie Lewis. Up front are Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan, Nate Jaqua, Eddie Johnson, and Josh Wolf. Landon will get his 100th cap for the U.S. national team as just the age of 26. He still has many years left in his career, so he could eventually pass Kobe Jones as the most capped U.S. men's player ever. Looking at the lineup, there's a shortage of great forwards. I've always thought both Dempsey and Donovan are better as midfielders making runs through the defense than as true strikers. And the rest of the list of forwards isn't really impressive. Eddie Johnson has had a hard time getting a starting spot on Fulham FC's roster Josh Wolf is past his prime, and Nate Jaqua doesn't even have a current contract. We'll see if this is enough punch to match up with England. The new CONCACAF Champions League, which kicks off this fall, will be televised. Fox Soccer Channel picked up the exclusive English language rights, and Univision grabbed the Spanish language rights. The league will pit MLS teams from the best of Canada, Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean. 
San Jose's city council unanimously approved a land deal worth $132 million this week. So why is this news to the soccer world? Well, that land is part of a complicated real estate plan that will lead to San Jose Earthquake's new stadium. The city still has to approve a rezoning request by Quake's owner, Lou Wolf. But yesterday's landslide approval is a good sign that the city is excited about the deal. The Houston Dynamo also got a little help for their stadium plans. Texas Southern University announced they will become a part investor in the stadium. In return, the university's athletic teams will play in the new facility. This helps the Dynamo with funding and helps the university since they will no longer have to rent Reliant Stadium or Robertson Stadium for their home games. No dollar figure was announced for the deal, but it is expected to be worth millions of dollars. And they don't yet have a name or any player, but the new WPS Chicago franchise does have a head coach. The expansion women's league team hired Emma Hayes to be the club's first manager. Hayes has been an assistant coach for the Arsenal ladies in England for the past two years. She said she plans to field a team that plays an aggressive attacking style of football. She meant soccer, but she's English, so we'll spot her some slack. On to the games. The Rocky Mountain rivalry got off to an exciting start in Colorado. The Rockies beat Real Salt Lake 2-0 in Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Omar Cummings scored his third goal of the year in the 65th minute, and Christian Gomez slotted home a penalty kick in the 83rd. On Saturday, a new rivalry started to get a little hotter. First place Columbus traveled to Toronto. The Reds have been much better at home this year, but... The crew have been much better everywhere so far in 2008. Columbus played a very defensive game, frustrating Toronto's players and indeed coaching staff. It ended 0-0. Kansas City looked like they were going to take three points away from Red Bull in New York. Jimmy Conrad scored off a corner kick in the 20th minute. Then while Kansas City was still up by a goal, they got up by a man too. Dave Vandenberg was ejected in the 77th minute for trying to get Davey Arno to stop ripping his clothes off. The problem was Vandenberg used his elbow to get the point across. Anyway, their Kansas City is up one nothing with a man advantage in less than 10 minutes to play. But they couldn't hold on. Danley Borman put in the tying goal in the 81st minute. It ended one all. San Jose traveled to Foxborough to meet the revolution. The Quakes have had a hard time scoring this year. Well, in the 23rd minute, defender James Riley headed a ball over the keeper to make the game 2-0. Here's the problem. The keeper he beat was his own Joe Cannon. And the team that had two points was New England. San Jose loses on the road. The Houston Dynamo have been struggling this year, and Chicago has been the second-best team in all of MLS, so it looks like Houston was in a world of trouble traveling up to Bridgeview on Saturday. So it was that much more impressive when Dwayne DeRosaro scored in the 17th minute, giving Houston the lead. Well, the lead didn't last long. Chicago's Kalen Carr scored 11 minutes later, tying the match at one. But Houston didn't give up. In the 82nd minute, Bobby Boswell scored off a free kick from Richard Mulrooney. Houston won on the road 2-1.
D.C. United has had a tough start to the season as well, but their opponent on Saturday has not done a good job of winning at home so far in 2008. So D.C. was ready to pick up some points on the road themselves. Marcelo Gallardo scored for United in the 30th minute, and things were looking good for the Eagles. But that's why we play two halves in soccer, and the second half of this match belonged to the Goats. Jesse March, Sasha Kleiston, and Jorge Flores all scored in a 12-minute span to earn the come-from-behind 3-1 win. By the way, not only was this Flores' first goal, but it was his first-ever professional game. You see, Flores is essentially a walk-on. He won the open tryout Chivas held last year called Sueño MLS. See, kids? Dreams can come true. On Sunday, a dream came true for the FC Dallas front office. They sold out Pizza Hut Park for the match against David Beckham's LA Galaxy. Then the dream turned into a nightmare. In a 14-minute span in the first half, LA scored four times. The first was from Chris Klein. He found a ton of room on the right wing and used it to abuse keeper Dario Sala. Then Edson Buttle dribbled through the heart of the Dallas defense to make the lead 2-0. Then Donovan found a ton of room on the left wing. He sent in a cross that was deflected by defender Dulio Davino, and it got into the goal. 3-0. Then Buttle got his second goal by cleaning up a corner kick in the box. Dallas's Kenny Cooper actually did have a pretty good match. He was the only player in hoops who looked dangerous in the first half, and he set up Dallas's only goal with some great footwork and a perfect cross to Dominic Aduro in the 55th minute. Dallas's defender Adrian Sirio was ejected after he slid in with both feet up right into the back of David Beckham's legs. It was a stupid foul since it happened on the sideline right near midfield. What was even dumber was that Sirio stood up and said to Beckham, Welcome to the MLS, baby. Hey, Adrian, here's a clue. When you're getting beaten 4-1 at home, now is not the time to start talking trash. And to add insult to injury, Edson Buttle finished the hat trick, heading home a Beckham cross in the 85th minute. By the way, this is not Buttle's first time getting a hat trick. He actually once scored four goals in a game against the Metro Stars back when he played for the Columbus Crew. Here are the standings. Let's not keep you in suspense any longer. Columbus remains at the top with 19 points, three ahead of second place Chicago and third place New England. Red Bulls have three wins, a loss, and three ties for 12 points. Toronto and Kansas City both have 11 points, and D.C. is really struggling with just six points from eight matches. In the West, Colorado holds the top spot with four wins, four losses, and 12 points. L.A. moves into second place with 11. Houston rises up to third with 10 points. Dallas falls to fourth, followed by Chivas and Real with eight points each. Expansion San Jose sits at the bottom with a league-low four points. Let's get to the schedule.
It starts on Wednesday with DC United traveling to Toronto. The game starts at 7.30 on direct kick. On Thursday on ESPN2, the new San Jose Earthquakes host the old San Jose Earthquakes as Houston makes a trip out west. Kickoff is 10.30. New England travels to Columbus on Saturday. You can watch on Fox Soccer Channel at 7.30. At the same time on direct kick, United and Toronto meet for the second time this week. This time it's in Washington, D.C. Dallas tries to forget about last weekend's debacle by hosting Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is 8.30 on direct kick. At 9.30, Chivas USA heads to Colorado to play the Rapids. That game is also on direct kick. At 10.30, the Galaxy host the Wizards in the Home Depot Center. The game will be shown on HDNet. And on Sunday, Chicago goes to the Big Apple to play Red Bull New York. The game starts at 3 Eastern on Telefutura. That's all for us this week. I need to say thanks to Soccerom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.